Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Nashville Bets podcast. Today, we're talking most embarrassing franchises. We're talking player fan interactions. But first, this episode is brought to you by Roy's Meat Service here in Nashville, Tennessee. They're located at 605 South 19th Street, Nashville, Tennessee, 37206. It is Natural Bets go to for all of our chicken, sausage, steak, pork chops, really whatever you want here in Nashville, Tennessee. Roy and the gang will hook you up. This is a family owned business, has been operating since 2008, and has the best, most high quality meats in all of Nashville, Tennessee. This summer, do your grilling from Roy's Meat Service in East Nashville. Delicious stuff. All right, going into the episode. All right, so I think we should kick off this beautiful episode with a little little Julio Jones talk, boys. So as of right now, as of as we're recording this, it's June first, twenty twenty one, and Julio has yet to sign with the Titans. On a scale of one to ten, Titans boys, how nervous are we? Well, I'm hoping it happens fast. <laughs> if it happens, which. Keep in mind, I'm not just so dead set that, oh, we have to have Julio Jones. We have to have him, have to have him. If you can get him at a reasonable, I don't necessarily want to give up a first-round draft pick, but if they did it, I wouldn't be just super upset. But I think that, honestly, I do think the Titans are going to get him, and I'm not trying to be some idiot Titans fan on Twitter just talking about what they act like they fucking know the team. But if you were to do it, I think you should trade like a Christian Fulton or which this is some shit I've read. Christian Fulton, uh you can do like maybe even David Long. Uh, I've even seen maybe they ch- trade dra- uh Jack Rabbit. Which I mean they went so fucking cornerback heavy in the draft it would make sense. I think they're going to give up like a second round pick for who so you think so you think the Titans are going to get him too. Yeah, I think so too. But I think they're not going to give up. I don't think. I think if anybody was going to give up a first round pick, they would have already done it. And Julio Jones exactly. would be on that yeah. team. Those are definitely like, rumors. Nobody's giving up a first round pick. Definitely rumors. Second round pick, like the, the Titans need Julio Jones more than anybody else because it's like either the Titans get the wild card again, and they're just going to be a forever like losing the wild card team, or it's going to be like they they have to go to the next level somehow, and getting Julio Jones is going to go to the next level. Yeah. Otherwise, the Titans are always going to be like a first round. Playoff team. And, yeah, and obviously, as a more. Titans fan, I want him pretty bad. Like so they, At first, I was like, oh, Julio Jones, whatever. I, I, it'd be a lot of fun to watch. Would y'all be willing to give up Rashawn Evans? Yes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they just drafted <laughs> oh, a linebacker in like yeah. the fourth I, round, I, exactly. which made no sense at the time because Rashawn Evans is fine. And so, it's like, well, now they already drafted his replacement, apparently. Which so I will eat my words from a few podcasts ago about uh, Bieber's take on the Rashawn Evans whole situation with the draft. Yeah, I don't think they should have – of drafted Monty Rice, but now that they drafted him from Georgia, now they, they had a get, plan. Yeah, oh. well, I guess they were never gonna they were never gonna sign Rashawn Evans to a long term contract anyway. So like, why not just trade him right now? The the Falcons need defensive help desperately because their defense blows, as is the Titans. But the, the Falcons defense or offense is hey, way better than the Titans. Titans right completely now. revamped that defense. It does not blow any longer, I don't think. With a bunch <laughs> of broken toys and yeah, fourth round mediocre. Picks. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I think know. it's gonna be a lot better than you think. I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, it's not. It's basically being. Hey, smarter we'll see you boys come happy. September. All right. I yeah no we'll see them as they give up seven hundred yards to whoever they play week one. I think it's all gonna depend on really like how Bud Dupree comes out and plays. If Bud Dupree can like. Get some pressure on the fucking uh, quarterback, then 
It'd be, uh, uh, that's all she wrote. But if not, then. Well, also, fun. this is Bud Dupree's first time of not or of being the premier, like, pass rusher. Because he's had TJ Watt on the opposite side of him his entire career. So, I'm so really he should f- be jumping for joy. He should be ecstatic. Well, should be smoking gets- some Bud in celebration. Maybe cracking a couple of cold Buds open in celebration, too. Just I- Bud-related for Bud Dupree. Fair enough. But hashtag no free ads. He's got a budding career here in Nashville. Seven years in? Okay, okay boys. Okay. I don't know. I, some might call it budding. But I'm interested to see how he actually like adjusts to the protections, protections being called against him instead of just him as an afterthought when they're adjusting it for TJ. I'm more interested to know if he's made any buddies. <laughs> <laughs> the puns. Uh, that was my last pun there. Yeah, I, I am interested to see that. TJ Watt would have been an even cooler pickup by the Titans, but obviously that's not happening. That would have never happened. They're not getting rid of TJ. Probably not. Not anytime soon. No. But uh, did you all see that one report that came up by Jason Moore that essentially just listed, like, all, like, the top, like, 16 teams in the NFL as possible landing destinations for Hulu? I did see yeah, that. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. And people were, like, <laughs> retweeting it and stuff. Like, do you guys – I thought this was a joke when he posted it. Yeah, you can't just choose half the league. Was it like, was it not a joke? It. I don't know. I don't think it was. I, I think he's been. I think that guy's been. I, I barely skimmed over it, but I was like, okay, just throw a wide uh, net out there. It's like if he lands on one of these sixteen teams, then I can call. I got it right, boys. <laughs> yeah, big hot take from that guy. Where do you think he's going, Jack? Honestly, I kind of like the idea of him going to the Patriots. I think it makes a lot of sense. Although I did see some dipshit article of like. Could Jared Stidham be the turning point in Patriots getting Julio Jones? I was like, Jared Stidham wasn't good in college. He's not going to be good in the NFL. Jared Stidham was great in college. Were, are you high? Went to are SEC you? Championship that year and uh, almost won. And then he, he had a great Keyword, almost won the SEC Championship. That's not uh, – Almost is only acceptable in hand That's not a great quarterback. Not saying that he played poorly or anything. I mean, he, they, he not, dominated the SEC West. He didn't do anything super exceptional because if he did, I mean, he would have won Nick the game. Marshall got it to an, or, uh, a title game, and he could barely throw the ball. Yeah, I know. Well, they barely threw the ball at all that year. He was just pretty much him and Trey Mason running crazy on people. Yeah, so you don't have to have a good quarterback to make it far in the SEC. I don't know about that. That's a hot take if I've ever heard one. I mean, you don't have to. I mean, what? Look at all the Alabama quarterbacks that ran through. Could yeah, they're right. good. They're pretty good. Yeah. Uh, what did I say? Great? I think Can't get there with anybody on Tennessee's roster right now. That's for sure. Oh, well, that's not the question, though. Jared said it was good enough. <laughs> to do what? Be Probably a not good in enough the NFL? to trade to the Falcons for Julio Jones if that was what somebody was saying earlier. Yeah, no, but I, I just love the Jared Stidham articles. They're so funny. I don't know. Is he even going to make the team this year? Like, I don't Stidham? Probably not. I doubt it. I mean. It's like they're going to get traded or something. I guess cut him. if if they what? cut him, the Titans should probably pick him up. Yeah, they probably should because Titans do not have anybody else besides Tannehill. Yeah, I think. You know who's still available on the market, right? Trade for Marcus Mariota. <laughs> should I forget Marcus Mariota? Honestly, agent, right? best, best backup in the fucking league by far. Dude he, dude, he came in that game and threw an absolute dart. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, no, I like Julio. Honestly, Julio to Chargers would be a lot of fun, giving them a, just another weapon for Herbert to throw to. Him going to Miami would be a lot of fun. All that should be fun, but think about the Titans. Titans would be more more funner than all those other Dolphins for sure. The Titans are automatically like in the first round. Like there's no wild card. Uh, could could we not there. imagine the Deshaun to Julio connection in Miami? That would be incredible. Deshaun, you're still riding that Deshaun wave going to Miami, aren't you? Oh, right until like week five or six, I think I'm going to be riding the Deshaun train. 
It's probably going to – you think he's going to get traded before then? I don't – I mean, are they going to hold – are both sides going to hold out that he's not going to get traded until the season starts? Deshaun? Yeah. I don't think Deshaun really has a say in what's going on right now. I think they're the – No, no, no. I'm saying, like, if they don't trade him, is he being like, I'm not going to play? Oh, yeah, to, like, for sure. force a tra- – but so you think they would take that long to be like, okay. You think they get I mean, they of- have Tyrod Taylor and they just drafted David – or David Mills, Davis Mills? Yeah, like the third or fourth round. Yeah, they're fine at QB. They're they're basically telling you that hey, we're preparing for life without Deshaun. I, I think best case life, scenario, life without Deshaun's not easy. It's not going to well, be just like oh, we got these two two I new mean, guys that are going to be fucking Deshaun Watson all of a sudden. Well, life with Deshaun wasn't great either. They still only won four games this past year. They got to give him a team. Which that is ex- exactly, but. I don't know why you would trade your franchise quarterback, which I guess you have to. Because he's already said he doesn't want to be there. I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know why you pissed off your franchise quarterback. I think that was – I think like – I definitely blame the Texans. I think the best thing for him to do now is just go back to the Texans and not create any new, like, stories about himself. He just needs to, like, not be in the news at all. And going to a whole new team and, like, a whole new fran- – like, after all that shit would be probably way worse for him at this point. Hopefully, like, his agent or somebody's going to be like, just go back to the Texans. They already have you on a contract. You just go there, and then like this, you won't be in the news cycle again for going to a whole other team and a whole new coaching and all that, even though they have new coaching oh, this year. Oh, no, but. I disagree. Go to a new team, turning over a new leaf, a new start, a fresh start. Yeah, tell everybody you're going to massage rehab. and <laughs> Massage rehab. Massage rehab. Put a tracking device on him and steps inside I have a massage, a massage problem that <laughs> I have to use so many therapists. <laughs> Only does like the cryogenic freezing like therapies now. Hopefully, uh, Jimmy asked them to add it to the DSM. <laughs> hopefully, massage robot technology is going to be so far advanced by the time football season starts that he's just going to be able to have a robot do it all, like chop him up on the back, his hamstrings, all that, so that a live human being can't do it. Yeah. Well, if he doesn't get massage anymore, he's going to be too stiff to play football. <laughs> uh, I don't know. According to Beaver, he's never going to touch the field again. <laughs> I still think he might never play football again. He's not going to reveal his true talents. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think he. Let's just hope he's that, definitely trying to cover or definitely not trying to, to cover anything up. Let's just hope when he does come back, he has a good head on him. <laughs> and that's he's definitely going to. He's definitely going to force a trade. <laughs> It's kind of a touchy subject. <laughs> and that's talking to Sean Watson. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on. Uh, I would just like to point out it is June 1st, 2021, and Aaron Rodgers still remains on the Packers. Yeah, but he's been in Hawaii for like two weeks partying with Miles Teller. Is that that guy's name? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers playing guitar on the beach with a ponytail. This is a whole new Aaron Rodgers that I've never seen before. And I think it's this new fiance or girlfriend or whatever this girl is. That she's making him do weird things now. He's uh, not the same old Aaron Rodgers I remember seeing in the news recently. Well, let, uh, let's be fair to Shailene, or Charlene Woodley. Shailene Woodley? I think it's Shailene. Uh, Danica is a crystal person. Which is weird, and crystal, Olivia Munn, she like believed in like all the like oh. the crystal healing powers and Wait, shit. Wait, Danica Patrick did? I, thought you were about yeah. to say crystal I did not know. She's that. a big crystal person, and then the Olivia Munn. 
And then Olivia Munn is a well-known, like, psychopath, like, crazy person. Oh, she's nuts, yeah. So, so Aaron's used to, like, the, the odd. Does he just like really weird shit? I mean, Aaron Rodgers is, like, kind of a weird guy himself, so he kind of fits right in with all those girls as well. Like, definitely. I mean, he's, like, what, 37 years old, like, never been married, no kids, whatever. Like, you got to kind of choose to live that type of lifestyle, which is awesome. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is like uh, sleeping with Danica Patrick, getting Crystal shoved up his ass. Then <laughs> next thing you know, he's got a whole new fiance. I mean, if it meant Ryan Tannehill would have an MVP season, would you shove Crystals up his ass? Would I sho- would I shove? Would you shove the Crystals up Ryan Tannehill's ass in order for him to have an MVP season? Do we win a Super Bowl? You make it to Could the it be like championship a glory game? hole situation to where I just you know it was like on the other side of a. Door. Does anybody know about it? I think we all know Besides about Ryan Tannehill? I think we all need to know about it. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill would definitely so know. So I, I just have to tell you guys. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill would definitely know. <laughs> He's just like standing there just unbecoming. And then <laughs> would it impact his performance? Do you have any boulders? <laughs> would it impact his performance in the playoffs? <laughs> what are the size of the I'm starting to get a. I'm starting to think it's a no over here, Hayden. I'm not sure if you liked your Titans that much. Yeah, questionable fandom. Questionable fan. You do whatever do you got to do to get some dubs. I'd do it. Would hey, you just wait till preseason rolls on? I'd definitely fucking do it. <laughs> Would you do it while Derrick Henry shoves crystals up your ass? <laughs> For the experience, yes. Got ourselves a uh, <laughs> got ourselves a crystal ass train going. <laughs> it's like the human centipede of crystals. You said it. I was going to say it. You said it. What are we doing here? <laughs> this is all staying in the pod. Yeah, this is the funniest podcast, podcast we've ever recorded. Yeah. Everybody's giggle box is in the on position. <laughs> oh, God. I thought JP took a fucking edible before. Good Lord. Uh, just a half dose of uh, acid, but nothing crazy. <laughs> God damn. Anyways. So in other news, people are throwing shit at NBA players now. And I want to get y'all's take on what would be your your most likely and most entertaining repercussion for the fans that like get caught throwing shit. Well, I think they should get in trouble for sure. First of all, if you get popcorn dumped on your head, like that's not a big deal. Like popcorn just you wipe that right off or like peanuts or shit. Like that just comes off. That's part of the game, right? Yeah, like, but like a wipe. Yeah. Water bottle, no. Water bottle, can't do that. that's too much. Or like any type of liquid where it like soaks you. I feel like that's a much bigger deal yeah. in my mind than getting like popcorn or like when it was popcorn dumped on their head. I also saw a really funny meme of that guy. I can't remember who it was. Just with popcorn, it's like <laughs> popcorn is hair. I thought it was hilarious. But uh, the repercussions, I think you should be, I mean, I think you should be kicked out of the stadium for sure. I don't like the whole banning people for life. I think that's always like kind of ridiculous. I feel like if you throw a water bottle, you should be banned for life. I agree with that. You can't throw something that's actually going to hurt yeah. someone. Um, because I would ne- I've been really upset at games, and I've never thrown anything on the field. Because, like, I don't want to say that. I don't be cliche, but like, they're fucking humans. But, I mean, yeah. they're like people playing a sport. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, but fan is short for fanatic. And trust me, I, I'm not a reasonable person when it comes to my sports teams. Like, fight the people in the fucking crowd, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, your like, fellow I mean, that's member. way more acceptable. Oh, for sure. Like, no. not like I, don't get me wrong. I don't want to be involved in a fucking brawl at a game. But 
if it came down to it, I would I would do that before I but threw shit at players. You think banned for life from the from the arena? Or yes. Stadium? Yes. Well, what if is that even possible well, to ban not, somebody for life? Not not the not that. the arena any NBA game. Yeah. How, is it possible to actually ban somebody for life, or are you just saying that? Like, if couldn't you just walk up and buy like scalp some tickets outside the arena? I mean, I'm, like I'm in. sure, I guess, yeah. like, yeah. It's either that, or if so, if that, or if that's how they essentially get around it, what we'll probably end up seeing is that you have to like bring an ID to the stadium, unless you're like a child or some shit. I guess so, because well, then like, didn't Dave Portnoy's banned for life from like all NFL games, and he somehow always sneaks into the Super Bowl, and he probably has more money than most people would like figure out different tricks and insider information. But wait, why is he banned for life? Because Roger Goodell hates him and Barstool and just has banned a lot of these guys. That's why, did you see in the Super Bowl, when the last time the Patriots played, he wore like a mustache and he was sitting down and literally made security drag him out. Like one guy on each arm. I did see that. One guy on like each leg and he just went totally limp and like literally made them drag him out. It was hilarious. I mean, it was an effective strategy until it wasn't, but. It was, yeah. But I love, he had like a fake mustache on and all that. It was pretty funny. But um, no, I, I don't know. What, what do you think they should do to him if you so, stop throwing something? You know those like the the punching game in the bar where you like wind up and you try to punch this thing oh, as yeah. hard as possible. So if they catch a fan throwing like a a water bottle or like anything that can actually hurt a player, I think you bring him to center court or center ice or whatever the fuck it is, and then you allow the player who received the throwing of the bottle at to just give him a one good whiff of just like trying to knock his fucking socks off. I think that would be entertaining as fuck. Like, they bring that guy in where Kyrie threw the ball People at People would definitely watch that, too. Oh, I, I would pay so much money to That'd see Kyrie. That would get way more views like, than the NBA's ever thought of. Oh, it's awesome. I would love to see Kyrie hit a five-step drop and just start running at this like guy. Joe Rogan's fucking uh, <laughs> commenting. Like, yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Commentating. Uh, just, like, seeing him with the gif of, like, oh, my God! They could just uh, line all I think those, that'd be so much fun. Line all those guys up at the end of the season and just have each player punch them. Like, one after the other, and then just go, like, all the way around the court. And each, you know, something like that. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, then it would bring back in the reinforcer in the NBA because they would just start – people would eventually, like, or if they were to throw something, they'd throw at the smaller players, like Chris Paul D. Fish. <laughs> so you're saying – And so you're saying you would get a bigger get guy, like, protecting the, those smaller guys. And then if that guy gets hit, the enforcer comes in and just possibly murders this, like, fan, which would be so entertaining. I love this idea. I see zero flaws. I don't know. I still think that, like, personally throwing a catfish on the ice for Preds games or something like that and not aiming at people is funnier well, no. than, like, Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah well, this like, is, like, specifically players. at players. Yeah, that's way, way funnier still than, like, I guess you're trying to get a laugh out of throwing shit at, like, actual concessions at players. But it's just never been, like, that funny to me. I don't know. No. So what would be the borderline of, like, a player actually being able to get upset? So you said popcorn wasn't enough, but it's, like, a hot dog – or like ice cream enough? For ice you cream, be- I'd be fucking pissed. A hot dog yeah. just seems degrading. I don't know. <laughs> just get a big wiener to I slap just, you across the yeah, face. Yeah, hot hot dog slapped inside. Yeah, throat. I wouldn't want to get hit. Like a uh, hot dog's not like an endangerment, but still, like you uh, you shouldn't you can't do that. I don't know. That's too much for me. So still. what had to hit Ron Artest for the Malice in the Palace to be acceptable in your eyes? Was he the Was he the popcorn guy? Uh, no, the Ron Art, or the Alice in the Palace is what in like 1998. Is that when he Early put up 2000s? in the fucking stands? Yeah, where he just like destroyed um, people and uh, so well, he was just talking. That's exactly. I was fixing no. to say. Do you not remember this? What did he get thrown at him? Uh, I mean, I think it was a beer. I think it was. Uh, was it popcorn? 
I don't know what it was. I know. I, a, if, I, I, know I think I remember seeing pop. I can't remember the video, but I think I remember seeing popcorn flying at some point. Oh yeah, probably when Jim, or, uh, Jermaine O'Neal came in and just started like rocking people. That could be the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, uh, it was all just like one big event. It was possibly like the most entertained I've been as like a six year old watching Sports Center before school. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? This happened tonight? Like, I want to go to every NBA game yeah. now. <laughs> I was, yeah, I don't know. You guys remember when To was it? He caught a touchdown. For the Cowboys, I think. And he, he, yeah. he like, ate the popcorn. That was hilarious. I know. I, I go through most days wishing somebody would throw uh, like a bucket of popcorn at me or dump it on my head. I think that would be a delicious treat. Um, so don't get too pissed off if somebody dumps popcorn on you. Okay, but we still need the answer of what's your line. So like water bottle, like any bottle of liquid or any liquid coming out of a cup and like getting you wet, both of those I think are like way too far. So all or these athletes. Any are, food item. I don't know. It, I don't Any know. food item for me is too much. A little, little different. Depends on the food item. If we're talking like half a rack of ribs, then I think that's a little different than like popcorn or like. Popcorn's the only even remotely acceptable item yeah. for me at all. So peanuts are a no go as well. Peanuts are not that bad. Peanuts could be. I mean, that's. You throw peanuts at a guy with a peanut allergy? Peanuts in a baseball game should be allowed. Yeah. All right. We'll allow that one. All right. Fair enough. But yeah, he could have an allergy. If you and it's if it's a known thing that he's got a peanut allergy, maybe not. It's not something you want to make known because people will throw a lot of peanuts. Oh, at if you. you throw something at a baseball player, you have to stand at home plate and allow that guy that you threw the uh, whatever at to hit you in the face with the baseball. But you get, that would be but awesome. But you get a chance to at bat first to get out of it. So you have to get a you have to make contact in and put it in the field of play. Yeah, one hundred percent. You can't bunt. No, fuck no, you can't bunt. You got it's got to be in the field of play. One at bat. If not, he gets to throw a beamer at you. And if he throws Love something it. more egregious, he gets to pick which knee he hits with a bat. <laughs> <laughs> Talking broken legs, boys. This turned from a fun little game to a mafia hit. Real fucking cool. I thought it got. I thought it became even more of a fun game. <laughs> All right. Speaking of embarrassing people, why don't we talk about embarrassing franchises? So, what I thought would bring this up was the Toronto Maple Leafs losing again after going up 3-1 against the Montreal Canadiens and realizing through Twitter that the Leafs have been so good for so long but haven't won a playoff series since 2004. That's fucking awful. Sounds like they haven't been that good. Well, I mean, they put together good teams. I mean, they are what, like three, four seeds in like the East all the goddamn time? But yeah, they still can't win a playoff series. So I want to bring up what would be the most embarrassing sports franchise to be a part of. Ooh, during my lifetime, it's definitely going to be the Cleveland Browns. Detroit Lions. Or the Detroit Lions. Well, see, they are just stuck in like a perpetual like cycle of despair where I think if like we want to go for like a – I guess maybe not as of recent, but like a Buffalo where they've had good teams. They've made it to Super Bowls, but they can't get over that. Yeah. A really short-term one would be the Atlanta Falcons with the 28-3 to thing. Okay, so you're talking – okay. So well, like, good franchises, but they can't, like, get over a certain hump. And you realize, like – so for soccer instance, like, my Tottenham Hotspurs, we are known for getting to, the con- like, the semis of every tournament and then just losing because we can't get over that hump. And it really fucking blows. Well, that's always, like, the Atlanta Braves are always – have always been known to, like, get to the playoffs and then lose in the playoffs. Like, they're never a terrible team. And they always get to the playoffs, but they can never – I mean, they're going to get to the playoffs this year, I think. And I think they're going to lose the first round like they always do. 
and it's just going to be a perpetual, like, they're never going to have pitching again like they did in the 90s. That's never going to, um, I don't know, it's just they've always had the offense, and their pitching has been god-awful for, like, over 20 years now. Yeah. I say 20, it's been, like, 25 years now. And they're or like always going to be a goodish team. Or, like, any team from Minnesota, because the Wild can't win anything. The Timberwolves haven't done anything since Kevin Garnett was there, and he wanted out immediately and then won a championship as soon as he was gone. The Vikings, what, even with their, like, pretty solid team, they still haven't won a Super Bowl ever, which is very funny. Well, I mean, outside of that, like. But, yeah. It sure sucks so to be a team like, like the Dallas Cowboys that, that haven't won the Super Bowl. That is true, in a yeah. In years, but yet, like, the fans show up to, I mean, Dallas is such a good market for football or really any sports that, uh, especially football, that to have them just never be able to win a Super Bowl in Jerry Jones's lifetime, pretty much lifetime, my lifetime for sure. Are we forgetting the Jimmy Johnson era? That was so long ago. One in the eighties. Eighties, yeah. What he? I mean, uh, it really does fucking suck how Jerry sh- like shooed Jimmy away. Basically said, I don't need you, and they haven't done a goddamn thing since, which is very funny. Yeah, I mean, bought a brand new, like, gigantic stadium a while ago, which is super badass, and just in, like, probably... His team shits the bed. One of the most football-loving cities in all of America, and they just cannot be good ever. So, I will say, we can officially call Dallas an embarrassment when they or when Tim Tebow gets more catches this season. They have playoff wins in the last decade. I like that. Okay. Yeah. I like how we're assuming Tim Tebow is going to get catches in an NFL game this year. Well, I thought touchdowns would be a little too egregious because, like, I think they've won no, three. No, I, I, just the fact that you said catch is – I like it. I mean, Tebow's we getting think two, maybe three touchdowns. Do we think Tebow's going to see the field this year? I do. Uh, uh, do you not, did you not see Irvin come out and be like, oh, we're going to use him like Taysom Hill? Yeah. Are you exactly fucking I assume, I assume that's what they thought that they were going to do, but – Except Tim Tebow runs like a four eight. It's gonna be like so fucking crazy to see Tim Tebow like walk back on the field. I, I've been seeing him in practice gear and shit. They've been uh, pictures from training camp stuff. I mean, he looks looks like an NFL tight end for sure. He looks big like, as he, fuck. He, 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 Is he, big? he looks big. Yeah, he passes the eye test. I mean, he's Jack. Like he's always he's never. I mean, he's never been small. He looks the same as he did like when he was coming out of college. Like he's still in that good of shape. Um, and I'm sure oh, he has 15 more pounds on him since, or than when he came out of college. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a big dude. I'm gonna look him up. He's never, um, he's never really fallen off like physically. It's just I don't know. He, he's never been that fast though. I don't think. What did he run at the NFL Combine like a four eight or something like that? And there's no way he's gotten faster in that time. I, I wouldn't think. So him and Taysom Hill are pretty far from each other as far as athletically. I would say Taysom Hill's a hell of a lot faster. But I still think Tim Tebow is going to come in and do some like short yardage passes, short yardage running the ball. I think he's going to go do some. I mean, he's not going to deep threat, but like short yardage goal line catching the ball. I think Tim Tebow is going to make the team. Damn, he's jacked. He's yeah, he's looks. He was. I don't think he was this yoked in college, was he? No. He's he pretty yoked in college. So like, I mean, like dude, totally different than. I'm looking at this picture. He's showing like fucking veins out of his forearms, and shit. like almost like steroid looking shit. Are we yeah, officially that. accusing Tim Tebow of juicing? He's way too much of a Christian. <laughs> yeah. He's not going to put any of that devil juice in his arms. Good Lord. You guys think Tim yeah. Tebow's ever dipped in his life before? I think by accident once. I could see it. No. I bet he hasn't. I don't think he has. I was just thinking like all the years he played. Does he drink? 
I feel Water. like he doesn't. I feel like he doesn't purely because I think his diet, like, is so strict. I mean, to fucking look like that, I mean. I remember seeing something like Tim Tebow doesn't eat, like, chips at all because he, there's too many carbs. Like, he's, I think he's on, like, the same level as, like, Tom Brady as far as his diet goes. I think he's is always he on the TV I'd definitely method. rather have an average body and eat what the fuck I want. Yeah, Bro. yeah, no kidding. I think 99% of America would agree. But there's uh, those weird people like Tim Tebow who insist that they need to stay in peak physical condition at all times. Future comeback player of the year, Tim Tebow. Timothy Richard, did you see that uh, they were asked if they were going to put it – or they asked Trevor Lawrence if they're going to see uh, Tebow and Minshew in the backfield with them for some trick plays. He goes, well, we haven't gone through all the playbook yet, so I guess we'll see. And I was like, let's go. That would, that be, would be so electric. That would be incredible formation. The only thing I would ask is that Tim Tebow grew out his hair now so that – we can't tell who's who. They all have just mad flow coming out of their helmets. Have we ever seen Tim with long hair? I've never seen him with any haircut besides what he has right now. The, besides, like, the Wait. military buzz cut? Yeah. I will say, what would be the sole purpose of Minshew and him both in the backfield, though? It's electric. To be badass. I don't know. Is that even a question? Yeah. I mean, is, is, so is Lawrence going to be another running back? I'm thinking straight up, um, like, uh, uh, Wing T, like some Georgia Tech shit. Have Tim With Lawrence as the running back. Tim T. No, no. Uh, Lawrence Trevor Lawrence playing quarterback, under center. Tim Tebow at A back. Um, Gardner Minshew at A back. And then Travis Etienne at B back. We're going triple option right there. Gardner Minshew. So you're going to hand it off to Minshew? <laughs> no, not necessarily. Minshew I was like, damn, if I follow. Yeah, that's exactly what you were saying. So, so Minshew you think- goes in motion. He goes behind Trevor Lawrence, and then he goes out for potentially like. A pass, like a double pass. We don't know what's going on over there. Tim Tebow does a hard cut inside. I don't know what happened. There's a million different ways you could draw it up right there. Uh, I guess we'll wait and see. As a guy like who ran a triple option in high school, let me, I got to call my high school coach. We'll get him on. And we'll get I just don't see in the triple option what Minshew's role would be. Well, they would toss it to him, and then he would also throw the ball to Timothy Richard for a tutter. Yeah, it would be super badass. Travis Etienne would also Why not? <laughs> I wish there was an option on, like, any of the major sports books uh, for the option of, like, betting on first Tim Tebow pass to be a jump pass. And then also, if, if we want to add a little extra on it, return for six. Yeah. <laughs> I think Plus that was 200. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> These dogs suck. Oh, terrible. I mean, I feel like that would just be the most Jags thing of all time. Like, they're on the goal line versus, like, the Titans. They put Timothy Richard at fullback. Trevor Lawrence hands it off. He hits a jump pass to whatever tight end they have. Hey, wouldn't be the first goal line mistake the Jags have made against the Titans. Pro. We all remember that Derrick Henry run. Yeah, I want to see Tim Tebow do a um, like get in fullback position and like just go shoot the A gap and just blow up like a middle linebacker in the NFL. And the Travis Etienne is scooting in behind him for a touchdown. That would be super badass. Well, are we gonna wait? Do the Jags play the Falcons this year? Because we can see him line up against Rashard Evans. I'm not entirely, I don't think they do. Um, because they played last year, I think, or the, maybe the year before that. Actually, I think it was last year. I think the, the Titans played the uh, ja- uh, the Titans played the Falcons last year. Yeah. Hmm. Or maybe it was the year before that. But it's been recent. But it's not this year. Fair enough. But yeah, that would be cool. I agree. No, they play. They play this year, November 28th. I knew it the whole time. <laughs> In Atlanta? Uh, nope. 
in big old Jacksonville. Oh, I'll, so, I'll, I'll, oh okay. So this, this is Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, I was thought we were talking about I had my mind on Atlanta and Tennessee. Which would this actually – this Julio Jones thing was actually just a big shot to trade for Tebow to get Tebow on the Titans. I would f- – <laughs> I would kill myself. I would. So they're like, John Robinson's like, we really need a tight end. Gotta I mean, get, gotta get a seen, blocking piece. Get me Tebow on the phone now. Have you seen, I mean, we just saw a picture of Tebow. He looks jacked. I think the GM for the Titans would be an absolute idiot if he doesn't go after Tebow right now. But that does bring me to another point. The Titans, for another reason, need to get Julio because he's the type of wide receiver that likes to block. He will block. He definitely will block. And well, if you because you, you get another receiver like Reynolds isn't going to be the best fucking blocker. You gotta have somebody else. More importantly, Julio Jones for Derrick Henry. Julio Jones will catch, and I don't know who else is going to do that for the Titans either. Well, they do have the other eleven, AJ Brown, who can also catch. Can Julio block? Yeah. And Have they ever had a run game to, that requires him to block? Oh, yeah, for sure. Back in the uh, Devontae uh, Smith. Devontae. Uh, who's the guy that played at Florida State? That... Free? Devontae Freeman. Back in yeah. Devontae Freeman, Freeman, Freeman days. He was, like, the best running back in the NFL for, like, three straight years, and then he just completely fell off. Um, what do you, he got a concussion, like, every year he played. Devontae Smith dominated the NFL. Like, he was everybody. He was, like, he was good. He, he, he wasn't the NFL's best running Legit, back. Legit, like, first-round, dra- like, fantasy football draft pick for a lot of guys for, like, multiple For eight years. games? Well, first-round fantasy draft pick as a running back's not that hard to do. Yeah. Devontae's going to be semi-decent. They had a pretty dominant run game back in his day. Top 12's not hard. And um, so, but besides Devontae Smith, I mean, he's, Julio Jones has never really had, like, that great of a running back in Atlanta. Um, Devontae Smith was there, or Devontae Freeman was there in the in the um, Super Bowl day too. Yeah, that's when he was really killing it. Those guys were all. Woo. Wait, not the Super Bowl day though. Yeah, the Super Bowl day. <laughs> not the Super Bowl day. Well, they didn't win the game. Is that what you're implying? Well, Freeman probably doesn't. No, remember. you just said it. <laughs> he probably doesn't remember that day because he's so concussed his entire call or NFL career. Devontae Freeman went to go play for the Giants, I think, for a year after he left Atlanta, and I don't think he remembers it. Probably not. <laughs> I don't think that he's – I think he's a free agent right now, I assume. So, for, so Todd Gurley's still a free agent too. Because Todd Gurley's fallen way off from his glory days. Well, I hope that shows that you can't be a cat guy in the NFL. I didn't know if Todd Gurley was a cat guy. I would have never let Atlanta pick him up had I known he was a cat guy. <laughs> you would have called in uh, yeah. Arthur Blank and be like, hey, hey, boys, listen up. We can't do this. Cat guy. That's so weird. Yeah. yeah. Just a big fan of pussy. Apparently not. <laughs> so, the next segment, I, I'm upset. RIP. My favorite sports radio commentator has left early morning Fox Sports Radio. Clay Travis. Moving on to bigger and better things. I've listened to him every single morning for, like, a lot of years. And uh, I want to miss his hot takes. I liked his uh, gigantic ego getting in my ears in the morning and just saying. What's he going to do, the Rush Limbaugh? Yeah, he's taking over Rush Limbaugh's spot um, with another guy named Buck Sexton. So he's not going to do anything else? He's still doing the he's still doing the gambling show at night, which has changed names, like, three times. I can't – it's uh, Fox Bet Live now. It's on – 
one of the smaller Fox channels at night. And I don't think it has very good ratings, but um, it never has. But uh, but he's still going to do that, and he's still going to write for Outkick a little bit. But he's not doing the morning radio show anymore. He's just his new radio show is like from 12 to 3 Eastern, three-hour um, radio show a day. And they're going to talk some sports in it too. It's not going to be exclusively um, the news of the day or anything like that. It's going to be a little sports, a little pop culture, a little bit of uh, what he's done in the past already. So it'll be. I think it'll be interesting. I'm going to listen to it for sure. But did we ever get a final price on what he sold Outkick for? No, we didn't. Hmm. Yeah, it's going to remain a mystery. I don't think it's as much. It's not 100 million dollars. Talking about it being, but um, it wasn't worth that much. But uh, I don't know. People were pretty much willing to pay whatever it takes for gambling companies right now in the media, and so um, Fox is trying to get this Fox Bet live. Like they're trying to launch Sportsbook too, and so they bought Outkick because Clay Travis has signed up a ton of people through his FanDuel sponsorship um, that he had rolling for the past year. So they're interested. They've got the sports gambling audience and the and the sports audience, and that's what they wanted to buy. So they bought it. Hmm. But it's not like there was not the values there. And for a company like Fox, they look for buying companies that have value. Outkick was never doing, um, in my opinion, like a whole shit ton of revenue. But they're very valuable in the sense that they have a big audience. And yeah, trying to find the next bar stool is kind of tough. Yeah, I don't. Oh yeah, outside, sure. I mean, outside of Clay, like I'm not entirely sure what assets they really had. Besides just, like, Clay's audience. Because I'm not entirely sure. Like, I don't even know any of the writers outside of uh, what is, like, Sheffield Jr., but that's only because I know Gary Sheffield. I was like, is that his child? Yeah. It's definitely not his kid, but. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, 100%. Clay, Clay Travis and then Jason Whitlock back in the day brought literally everybody into that website. Otherwise, they don't have any, like, heavy hitters that are on there. Could have been Nashville bets. <laughs> could. Still could be. Still could be. All right, everybody. Well, that's our show. Thank you all for listening in. If you like the show, go ahead and it's on Spotify, RSS, Google Play, all that good stuff. If you want to see our daily content, go follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Nashville Bets. Uh, thank you all for listening. Love y'all. See you later. Woo-hoo. Good stuff, boys.